0: Biz Coach. Hey everyone, Amy here. Welcome to the Abundant Yoga Teacher podcast for this week. Today we're going to be talking about how do you keep the faith when uh, you're not getting the sorts of results that you hoped for? How do you prevent yourself from spiraling down into that fear um, and then Depending on what you know about yourself, maybe you're the sort of person who uh, goes into avoidance, maybe you're the person who goes into distraction and busyness, maybe you're just the person who goes into full-blown anxiety and freak out. so we're going to be talking about how to avoid all of those situations by maintaining faith, and if you're anything like me, maybe um, corporate background, fairly shivering coded, things like believing, trusting the universe knowing that it's your Dharma, um, believing in the, pro- like all of that sort of stuff when you're in the midst of it can feel really, uh, uh, unrealistic, let's say. So what do you do when the idea of simply calling in a miracle, uh, doesn't necessarily give you a whole lot of certainty or confidence in the outcome. So that's, uh, that's that. But before we get into that, I want to do a couple of shout outs and hellos and all of those good things. Um, uh, thanks everybody who commented on the post about this podcast. I got a bit of my head of myself today, uh, I did the post before I did this recording, but that's pretty cool because it, what it means is I, um, I've had so many lovely comments from so many of you and some good tips too from people. Um, so thanks to Beth and thanks to all oh, that Sue's there. Great. Um, so many of you have commented on this on Santoshi Yoga Australia. Some very good tips there that I'm loving Lou. Thank you. Jody Melita Juzzy there. Uh, love it. Stacey, love it. Fantastic. Thanks everybody for commenting on my post about this podcast worked out in my favor. And, uh, and thanks for, um, you know, those commenting like that on, um, on Instagram is it's great. It's really helpful for conversation and, you know, we can sometimes what we perceive to be a roaring success in someone else's business, you know, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Um, this one's for you, Stacy. I was just spent the past couple of days with my nana, and as you do when uh, you're helping your ninety-something grandmother settle into a nursing home that she hates, uh, you tend to look back and get nostalgic and la la la. And we were talking about the my my ex. And you know, our lovely Nana, bless her, was raving about my ex. What a fantastic person! La la la. And she said, you know, you you had such a great relationship. You had such an amazing relationship, and you were always so happy. And we always loved having the two of you come to family things. Da da da. And um, and it's that same sort of deal with social media, right? Like you can't, you don't know uh, what's going on behind the scenes. You don't know what's going on behind closed doors, and. When everybody comments and says, you know, sometimes I struggle with faith or I've got into a funk on this thing before and here's how I dug myself out, um, that's really helpful. So thanks for commenting on the post and for everybody who engages with my content on social media, um, one, it helps me know that I'm hopefully offering stuff that's helpful, but your comments inspire and remind other people who might not comment but are definitely reading and for I know for the people who I've just mentioned now um, I'm fairly certain that there are other people in my community who look to you they look to your accounts and they think you've got it all figured out so when we see someone who we think has it all figured out say well sometimes that one comes up for me as well Um, it really it really is helpful thanks thanks folks. Before, uh, next step, I want to talk about a couple of things that are coming up. So first up, uh, I'm going to be teaching at the Bendigo, uh, yoga festival on the 7th of March. I'll be teaching a a asana class at 10 30 in the morning about, uh, Hanuman Tadasana. I'm trying to figure out how to incorporate some really intense eighties power ballads into that theme uh watch this space. Um they have great sound set up at that festival and so I like to play big music. Last year I pulled out some uh DJ Dres and some Krishna Dust, but I'm feeling kind of like I won't I won't tell you the song yet just in case I can't make it all come together, but I am feeling like a power ballad is definitely going to help people move from Tadasana into leaping over mountains which is the theme. I'm also teaching a class on karma. I think that's at four o'clock in the afternoon. So that's not asana. That's just chitty chatty talk conversation. What does karma actually mean? What does it mean for us in 2020? What do we do about it? How do we stop perpetuating this bullshit? This karma is a bitch. My karma ate my dogma. My karma, no, my karma ran over my dogma. Is that what happens? I don't know. Uh, how do we get back on track and actually start talking Karma realness in 2020. So that's in the afternoon. So I don't know what the URL is, but if you Google Bendigo Yoga Festival 2020, you'll find it. And um, uh, my two classes are uh, as events on my Facebook page. You can check them out there. And I think I've got a free pass for the weekend. If someone wants it, let me know. Hit me up on Insta at AmyYogaBizCoach. If you fancy getting yourself to Central Victoria for a weekend, Uh, Saturday and Sunday, there's stuff happening both days. Um, Yeah, if you want a free ticket. I've only got one, I think. Yeah, I do. So the next thing that I have to remind everybody about, of course, is the Abundant Yoga Teacher Retreat in Thailand next year. Holy Catfish Batman, that's 2021, Uh, currently has early bird, sorry, super early bird, super early bird registrations open through until the end of this month. So that is, uh, gosh, just under two weeks now. So if you know you're coming next year uh, in January 2021, for a week in northern thailand with me and a bunch of other awesome people. Yeah, one of my favorite places in the world uh, to work on your business, practice yoga, <laughs> eat amazing food, uh, meditation, walks, bike rides, great company, coaching, uh, mentoring support, implementation time. If you know you're coming, uh, Register sooner rather than later so that I can give you the discount. I think it's like $400 cheaper if you get the super early bird, but that does finish on the 29th of February. So that's at amymcdonald.com.au forward slash retreats. And then the last little uh, announcement for today um, is really another uh, request for um, feedback. I, uh, Taz, of um, Kimberly Yoga Retire, uh, has suggested last year that I do a short course on Facebook ads. In the past, I've only ever done like a masterclass one-off session. But what I'm seeing is that uh, what it seems that folks want is something that's a little bit more substantial so that you know how to make a basic ad, but then also how to refine it, how to uh, make sure that you're getting the best value for money, how to uh, gauge what sort of return on investment you're getting for your ads, so that you can learn over time and then how to do things like retargeting to specific audiences. Um, Anyway, Taz suggested that I should do a short course on it. I've been dragging the chain because because it hasn't been the right time. Uh, However, I am now putting something together. It would be similar in format. I'm guessing to the social media confidence uh, course, So four lessons, four Q&As, we might make the Q&As a little longer so that I can look at people's screens and give you uh, real-time feedback. It might be not over four weeks, it might be four sessions, maybe over five or six weeks so that you've got more time to implement, generate data, learn as you go. Anyway, um, I've created a poll in my Facebook group, Abundant Yoga Teachers is the Facebook group, and I've created a poll in there pretty much breaking down what I think should be included in it. And I would love, love, love if you're in the Facebook group, or if you have an interest in this course, um, or if, you know, if you've done some Facebook stuff with me before, and you could reflect on what was useful and what wasn't, I would love your feedback on that poll so that I know if what I'm thinking is right. And if it's not where I need to, uh, tweak it and bang it into shape. So it's going to be the most useful to you. So if you could find that poll in my Facebook group, abundant yoga teachers, um, this doesn't mean I'm going to like stalk you to buy it when, <laughs> when I've actually got it ready to enroll. I, I just would really value your feedback. Okay. That is the public service announcements done. Oh no, sorry. I've got one more, one more. This one is for Stacy because she wrote on my Insta that she is only listening to this podcast for the dating analogies. So here you go. This is not an analogy, actually. This is a true story. Um this is a true story. So, uh last week Amy got dumped, right? It's not a heartbreaking dump, but Amy got dumped. Um guess why? I should have made this a competition. Guess why? Amy got dumped because the person that Amy was dating thought that they would listen to one of Amy's podcasts because they're kind of into Amy. So they chose to listen to the podcast about how do you know when you're not seeing the whole picture? They listened to the podcast they did the exercises. They applied the podcast and the exercises to our dating relationship and decided that, in fact, wop 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 wop, Amy was not the right choice. <laughs> oh, God. Isn't life hilarious? Man, we're all just here in the divine play of the universe. Yeah. So, if, you, if anyone is out there who has their own podcast, Astra, if you're listening, just be careful. If you're giving great advice, like make sure it's got a hell of a lot of context around it so that someone doesn't take it out of context and you end up with a life result that you didn't see coming. There you go, Stacey. There's your dating analogy slash true story. Okay, so let's actually, (laughs) 10 minutes in, talk about the topic at hand, which is how do you keep the faith? And I can't tell you folks how many times I have oscillated between actually doing the whole George Michael situation here or not, uh, because that is one of, you know, it is an amazing album. If you're like 35 or younger, ask Alexa who George Michael was, you'll be fine. But for everybody else, like seriously, could he, did he just look like amazing in denim? Don't you think? I think like white T-shirt, jeans and guitar slung on the back. I mean, seriously. But also seriously, how did I not know that he was gay? I mean, what the hell? Also, if anyone has an opinion on this, I want to hear from you. Like, that father figure song, is it as creepy as hell as I think it is? Or is it kind of about something else that I don't understand? Because right now, it's ringing the bells on Not Okay. Is anybody else has like, uh, uh, what's the album called? I think the album is called Faith, right? Anyway, if anyone else has a fetish... For a bit of George, that album. Uh, Or, look, I'm just gonna tell it like it is, people. You know that's how it happens here. That is one of my favourite songs to sing in the car is the duet. You know it, say it with me, with George Michael and Elton John. Oh my god, that chord change. Oh, Shakti Amazing. Anyway, the wash up here is I'm not going to, (laughs) I really want to, I'm not gonna break into song. But anyway, how do you keep the faith? Okay, I hope for any of you uh, 80s tragics, you did the little bit there in your mind that I did. Uh, I'll love you forever if you Insta message me. Oh, my God, if you voice memo me some, my like George Michael karaoke, I will be beside myself excited. That would be the ultimate career highlight. If anyone wants to, and then I'm going to play them on the podcast anonymously, but let's do this. Come on now. Uh, Voice memo me your favorite bit of George, but not the creepy like father figure stuff because it's creepy in hindsight. Moving on. How do you keep the faith? So I had this great message from someone who I really value, really value all of you, but uh, someone who's, um, you know, I know a little bit uh, from doing some things together, uh, working together. Um, I think we had lunch once, uh, coming on retreat, those good things. Um, and they messaged me to say, look, I've got this thing happening and it was really easy last time. And this time, man, it is not, let me read you it. Uh, I'll read you the thing right here. This is the message I got. I'm seven weeks out before my next yoga hiking adventure with just two people registered so far. The early bird finishes on the 28th of February and I need four more people to be viable. Last time, 11 people just rolled in effortlessly. Can you re- is this resonating with you so far? I know it is for me. I'm sure all yoga teachers have that time when you're doing everything you know to do into social media, of course. Uh-huh. That was her, not me. And not yet seeing the results. And the tendency can be to go into lacking desperate energy, low vibration. We know how that works out on the dating front. Thanks, caller, for reminding me about that. She also has the vomit emoji. Yes. no. What are you talking about? I've never dated a low vibration dating opportunity. Vomit emoji. I don't know what the lying your face off emoji is, but that would be the one to apply now. Dispenser and all of the law of attraction folk, Wayne Dyer, et I talk about creating, visualizing, feeling what you want so that you can attract it. I'm working on that. And thought maybe others may benefit since we must all experience this at some time. Well, hell, I don't have any idea what you're talking about. Of course I do. Yes, yes. Yesity, yes. It is. Um, and so here's what, uh, what I'm going to do is talk you through my process. So this might not be for everybody. I might offend people. That normally happens. Wouldn't be a podcast with Amy unless that happened. Um, but I'm going to go through what my process is. Okay, so first up, first up, um, my first step always when I get to this funk phenomenon kind of moment, and it's all, you know, my options look like run away, um, you know, flee, uh, kind of stay under the duvet, watch Netflix that you don't even like. Um, anyway, don't go there, Amy. Uh, or, or, or the busy, busyness thing. Right, I was talking to a client about this today. Doing so much work. None of it leading to actual sales, but I can tell myself that I'm being busy and I'm doing all the things, but actually none of the things that I'm doing to convince myself I'm so busy are are getting me any closer to my goal. These are sort of, you know, deflection delay, uh, techniques sucks. Let's not do that. So the first piece to make sure that you don't get into those kind of negative, um, behavior patterns is to check in really with how much do you really want this thing. And this is the cracker because you need to want it 1,000%. If it is not a 1,000% hell yes, I want to make this happen, then stop, refund whoever's enrolled and choose something else to work on. We have chosen a path that is not for the faint of heart. If we were just going to roll with the motions and do stuff that we didn't really like, we should all go and get a job with benefits and retirement pay and p- holiday pay and as many cups of tea in the afternoon as you can get away with and free biscuits. Like, that's what we should all go do if we were happy enough to just do stuff that was like, eh. You need, if you're going to do something and if you're going to hustle, which is what we're going to talk about in a moment, you need to want this thing 1000%. This is always my starting point. If I am going to, fucking do something it's because i have that burning desire in me now for me it feels like a burning desire it does that that language i really fucking want this to happen but that's my personality type for you it might be a longing it might feel like you know a, a more evocative longing feeling, or it might feel like a certainty deep in the belly that this is what you are meant for. You know, it, depending on your dosha, your personality or your, your uh, you know, your samskaras, it, it will manifest in different ways, but it must feel that you want it. You know, you are going to get it because you have a thousand, your passion for it is at 1000%. So then what do you do if you realize, oh, hell, I'm not at a thousand percent? Um, Well, option number one is abort, refund, change your mind, do something else. There is nothing wrong with this. If you are persisting with something because you're embarrassed about having a canceled event on your Facebook page, or you're embarrassed, or you feel like you're letting people down who have come to your, I'm going to do my um, 50 hour yin teacher training, even though only one and a half people are coming, uh, because I would hate to let them down because they really want to do it. This is business. Unless you are listening and you legitimately have a yoga charity where you have Daddy Warbucks or whomever else bankrolling you. If this is your business, It is not letting someone down if you don't get the minimum numbers and you make a very smart and empowered business choice to refund the people who have paid and do something else. Now, and I'm going to talk about this because I have been in this situation. If your business is at such a point that even though you only have, say, two people enrolled in something. But that money like got spent a month ago and you don't have the cash to refund. First up, I've been there. It doesn't happen now, but it happened the first few years of my business. If someone needed a refund, I was pulling it out of my mortgage and I am not kidding you. So firstly, you're not alone. Secondly, small businesses have cash flow issues. This doesn't make you a bad person or rubbish at business. There's a reason why I have a stonking great big credit card. Not because I'm, you know, pee it all over bloody Castlemaine. Although I don't know what you could, I mean, how many Domino's pizzas It's the only place that delivers food is you can't really pimp out your life in Castlemaine. But anyway, even if I could, uh, that's not why I have a huge credit card Capacity. I have a huge credit card capacity because cash flow, right? So if you are at a point where shit, I actually don't want to do this anymore. I don't feel a thousand percent about it, but I cannot afford to refund people. Don't worry, we can hustle you out of that. I'm going to talk. What I'm going to talk about next will get you out of that bind. We're going to manufacture that one thousand percent passion level so that your thing goes ahead anyway, and you move through the. You know, it's the waxing and waning. It's the spunder of cash, of abundance, of purna, of fullness in your business. It's absolutely normal. Can we get better at managing it? Can we build up our own funds so we can bail ourselves out when these things happen? Can we get better at looking ahead so that we're less mm, vulnerable to these types of cash flow glitches? Yes. Yes. I'm there now, hallelujah, but it's taken me some years and I'm sure as shit not beating myself up about it. So if you are in the throes of, oh my God, I've spent a few thousand dollars on the de- on the deposit of this retreat center and I got three people and I need two more before I'm even at break even, I can't, I mean, I've spent the money, Amy, like it's gone. Don't worry, we're going to get there. But I just want to make that point so that for anyone who's listening, who is ha- has been in is in, or may yet be in this situation in the future, it does not make you a bad person. It does not make you bad with money. It's the nature of being in small business. Yes, you can get better at managing it, but please don't feel shame. Don't beat yourself up. If you are in this position, it sucks. But it doesn't make you a bad person. Okay, next. So if we take the premise that if you want to really make something happen, if you if you are if if this thing is going to happen, if you're going to have faith and yes, it's going to happen, and I'm going to believe it and I'm going to believe it, you have to have a thousand percent passion because that is what is going to fuel you through this process. That is going to be what protects you um, as you go into the fire and come out the other side. Now, if you don't feel it, like I said, abort, choose something else, refund, abort, choose something else. If that's not an option for whatever reason, if deciding, you know what, I'm letting go of this. If that is not an option for you, then you need to get yourself to 1000% passion. And so here's some of the things that I've used in the past when I am not feeling it, but this shit's got to happen because I'm coming anyway. Uh, i got everything booked. I'm on the road and I'm turning up. So what the hell can I do to actually get more inspired about this situation? Because there is no, um, no matter how there's no like mindset coaching I can give you to manifest something that you don't want. Think about it. If you don't want it, it's not going to happen. We live in a benevolent universe. It's conspiring on your behalf. If you don't want it, you're not going to get it. So if there's anything in you that's like, you know what? I wouldn't say this out loud, but I'm kind of hoping that that thing doesn't happen. That's what the, that's going to be the result. If you want to make it happen, you need to feel 1000% passionate about it. And if you don't, you need to manufacture 1000% passion. Here's how I've done it in the past. One, get excited about what you're going to use that money for. So no matter how much it is, 100 bucks, 50 bucks, $10,000, get excited about what that money, when you fill up this thing and you get the profit, what are you going to do with that cash? And it has to excite you. It can't be, I'm going to pay my car registration, unless you're the sort of wacky person like I am who actually gets off on paying her car registration. Like, I, I love that. I love going into the post office like, you know, like some gangster and just laying down the bills and saying, I want to pay them all now before they're due. Like, look at me. I've got the gold, like, medallion dollar sign hanging on my on my big gold chain right next to my big ohm, pimped out jewels. I like that stuff. But if you're like, eh, car Rego, whatever, I don't know what it is for you. Maybe you need to kit yourself out with a whole lot of calm booty gear from – you know, and, and spice up your meditation corner. Maybe you are going to enroll in that thing with whomever. Joe Fees, next yin, yada yada. I don't know. Um, whatever it is for you, uh, but, but get one of the ways that you can manufacture, create for yourself that 1,000 percent passion is getting pumped about spending the money. Yes, what are you going to do with it? Maybe you're going to give it all to the Malakuda wildlife res- res- rescuing people and that's going to just float your boat like nobody's business whatever it is get clear on it gungura do it next who will you help maybe this is going to motivate you who will you help if you do this thing like um you know the the, the um i've done events i've done events where actually it's a fucking long flight and then dicking about getting to the place and trying to figure out, you know, getting myself something to eat and not sleeping the night before. And, but, and it's all just, I'd prefer to stay home. Thank you very much. Cause there's not a whole lot of money in this for me, except I know that there will be at least 10 people in that room who will be different positively as a result of being there from being with each other, from being with me, from being vulnerable and sharing from even just one little nugget that they go home and apply. So sometimes for me the to get myself to a thousand percent passionate, I need to think about who will benefit from this thing because sometimes the money does not light me up. Sometimes I'll be like, you know what? Fuck your thousand dollars. I just want to stay at home and watch Netflix and cuddle my dog. Real. Fuck it. Um, When I'm 80, I'm never going to remember this $5,000. I just want to stay at home. Thank you very much. Money isn't always the motivator. So sometimes the motivator can be, who are you going to help? Whose life will be different? Who will be able to go back to their community and, I don't know, uh, offer mindfulness classes to their drought-affected community in a way that's trauma-sensitive? Who will be able to feel better about their bodies because they've done an intro to headstands and now they can finally do one and they're going to feel comfortable in class when you throw out that pose? Who is it that you're going to help? Maybe you can use that to ratchet up the thousand percent passion. And then if, if neither of those things work for you, um, what do you know about yourself so that you can create that feeling? What inspires or motivates you? Are you the sort of person that, uh, you know, you're a rewards motivated person will a day at the spa or taking a day off or, um, g- going out to dinner with your best friend, or I don't know, a whole new wardrobe of sweaty Betty. I don't know what it is, but would a reward motivate you? Um, would a trade motivate you? If I get a thousand percent about that, I'm going to give myself permission to let go of this other thing. If you kn- if you know, you're going to go on a big journey and fill this thing up, Would it be a motivating trade to say, okay, I'm going to pursue this retreat, but I'm going to give myself permission to not do the next weekend workshop. I'm going to take that off the calendar. No one's paid. I'm going to give myself a break because I'm all in for this. Figure out what is going to get you to that 1000% passion because nothing else will matter unless you, um, if you aren't that driven to make this thing work. Now, That's point number one. Point number two is actually you have to do all of the things. You have to do all of the things, all of them, all of the things, all of the things. If you are one of those people who has binge listened my podcast, you know, there are a whole lot of things you need to do all of them. I have zero interest in telling any of you to do anything that won't help. So if I've told you to do it, it's because it's gonna help you. if you're not doing it yet, that's why you're not getting the results. I love you, but God, I know. There are a bunch of you here that are like, oh, I am so busy, I'm doing all the things. And I'm well are you doing this? Are you doing that? Well, I'm not quite doing that. I'm kind of doing I'm doing that one every kind of couple of days. Girl, really. Are you doing all of the things? Like this is really, I'm talking about getting as honest with yourself as you get when you are in the change room at Target trying on swimwear. You know how real you get looking at yourself in that moment. Hello, fluoros. Hello, winter body. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? You need to get that real with yourself, naked under the fluoros. Are you really doing all of the things? Here's what I suggest. Write them all down, track them into your calendar. The daily things, shit, if you've got, if you are two weeks out before your early bird ends on an overseas trip to somewhere that some people will find scary and it probably comes with a hefty price tag, you need to be doing shit every day. And if you're forgetting, that's on you. Put it in your calendar. Set yourself up to be successful. Take massive action. Take massive action. Now, I am not talking about taking laborious action, nor am I talking about taking action forever. This is not about the degree of your effort or the amount of time. Okay, give two fucks about that. I'm talking about massive, effective action, which does not have to be hard and it does not have to take forever. But you need to take a crap ton of action. You need to do all the things. had a client today, got a big goal. Well, I, and I said, well, how you going with getting yourself on those five podcasts that we talked about four months ago? Well, you know, I haven't done that yet. Another person last week, big goal, doing, telling me, I'm, Amy, I'm doing everything. I'm doing all of the social media. Well, how much have you spent so far on ads? Well, I haven't actually run any ads yet. Then you're not doing all of the things. And this is not to beat anybody up. It is simply to have that moment in Target, in the change room, under the fluoro with your swimsuit, when you are really looking at yourself. Choosing in that moment to say, You got this. You've like what you got there, it's working. And I'm going to work it better. Right? Be real with yourself. Don't tell yourself that you're doing all the things if you're not. If you have a big goal, you need to be telling people about it in all the ways that you think you can. So, the first part of this is do all of the things. And honestly, if you listen to this podcast, there are lots of things. You don't have to be overwhelmed, you don't have to work all day, you don't have to work hard. In fact, That's kind of quaint and vintage, I would suggest. Highly laser productive. Do all of the things and then have the rest of your day. But do all of the things every day. Real. And then here's the next thing. And this is my little cherry on the top of point two. This is Amy's personal, like, additional hack. Pray for more ideas. Now, whatever prayer looks like for you, it might be walking with your dog and brainstorming. It might be listening to bloody Gary V. It might be um, ringing up a friend and asking for ideas. It might be for real praying, uh, <laughs> whatever it is for you. But I want you to be, as well as doing everything you actually know how to do, not just using that phrase, I'm doing everything I know how to do. Anybody who says that to me, I'm going to call bullshit. Do actually do all of the things you know how to do and then ask for more. What else? What else? What else could I be doing to fill this thing up? How else could I be thinking about this? Who else could I be talking to? Not because you need to be running around like a crazy person, but because there are always more amazing ideas ready to drop into your mind the moment you make space for them. If your brain is so full, of like, holy shit, this is not working. What if no one signs up? What if I lose the money? What if I have to tell people it's over? What if, if you're, if you are so full of all of that, you have no space to call in those epiphany moments, epiphany moments. You have no space to just have that. Oh, light bulb. Huh? Shaktipada. Who knew there's this other thing You know, I never thought about asking her or I never thought about suggesting this or I wonder what would happen if I tried that. Yeah. So step two is do all of the things actually and be available for more ideas. This is not about working hard. This is not about working a lot. This is not about working all day. Be smart, be efficient, be respectful and loving with your time, but don't waste it. Don't tell yourself you're doing a lot of things when you're actually just like manging out on your Insta feed. Do the thing, do it well and get out of there. It's like a bank heist, you know, like on ocean, like George Clooney is not just swanning around in the Bellagio. You know, they've got a thing. They're going there, they're getting the thing and they're out. <laughs> My pop culture references say so much about my personality. I got to say at the time of that film, I had the same haircut as Brad Pitt. All I wanted to do was wear silver shirts, but breasts, man, a silver shirt. It just doesn't look the same. I just look like the mother of the bride. It was not a good, the mother of the bride who was going through chemo. Not a good look. Leave it to Brad, Amy. That's a hashtag. I think we need to make the hashtag. (laughs) Okay. Recap. Number one, you got to want it a thousand percent. Number two, do all of the things actually plus more number three. Yes. Do the affirmations, do them, do them, feel them with that 1000%, uh, with that 1000% attitude. But this is not, I, I, I am not a whole, like I'm not into the secret. I'm not into, I've never read a Wayne Dwyer book. It's not my jam. I'm not a new age person. I'm not a big, um, you know i'm interested in personal development but not in sort of that kind of space it's just not my jam personally however there are beautiful teachings in our tradition that also speak to this topic and as i was saying to someone uh, earlier today on my um insta post there's a great, very short passage in Autobiography of a Yogi where um, uh, Sri Yukteswar, Yogananda's guru, is t- is retelling a story that happened with his guru when his guru gave him the teaching about you create your own reality. Um, you know, the, the guru was, he was unwell, he was really thin, he was really sick, and he went to his guru and said, look, you need to help me, you need to make me better. And the guru just said, oh, yes, I think tomorrow you'll be better. And he was, but then the next day he was ratchet again. Uh, my words, not Paramahamsa Yogananda's Jenny Lee. God, I hope you're not listening anyway. Uh, so he went back to his guru and said, what happened? You know, you had me yesterday. What happened today? And the guru said, I didn't have anything. You just thought that you were going to get better yesterday. And you forgot to keep thinking that today. So you're back where you started. Like you have the power to control this. Now, there are other forces at play, right? Yes, we're all consciousness experiencing itself. Yes, we're all God having a human experience, or as Ram Dass would say, we're all God in drag. But that doesn't mean we can get what we want all of the time because we have competing desires sometimes, you know? We're all on our own journey, so it doesn't quite work like that. Unless we're all actually experiencing our own Version of reality independent of everybody else's. I like to believe that we are in some kind of actual shared reality, not just the perception of a shared reality. If I've lost you, that's okay. I'm going to bring it back, I promise. Bring it back, I promise. Um, So, with that in mind, uh, it's not just a simple matter of if I sit here and think about it enough, I'm going to hatch the desire egg. That's not how it goes. Um, But definitely, the attitude and the thinking that you bring to it influences your outcome. And certainly helps to maintain that one thousand percent passion. So if you need to use those affirmations a lot in a day, you get them. If you need me to resend you the link to the uh, affirmations guided visualization that I made last year, hit me up on Insta. Or I'll figure. Out, I'll I'll get it out there. Maybe I'll send it out in a newsletter. If we need to do another round of that, it, maybe you need to go create your own. But I would recommend that you come up with one, two, three affirmation statements that you use like tools throughout the process this these are the faith uh, containers these are what are going to keep you going it's like um, it's like do, when Amy first went to Flagstaff in Arizona to take yoga class the yoga studio on the first floor uh, with my yoga teacher and i'd never been to that studio before'd never been to Flagstaff before didn't know about altitude because Australia is flat, baby. Like Australia is seriously flat. Like Australia doesn't need a bra. Do you know what I'm talking about? Flat. Um, which is sexy, but it's a different type of terrain. So anyway, Amy gets to this workshop. There's Noah. Okay, let's do some handstands. I could not kick up to a handstand to save my life. Now, I was at that part in my journey where I took that very personally. I'm shit. Everyone else is amazing. What's happened? I've lost all of my knowledge and conditioning. Everyone here is so good and talented. And I don't know it. It was altitude, Amy. That's this thing. It's called altitude. And if you're not used to it, you can't do a handstand at 7,000 feet. Cause I've never been that high in my own country. It's flat. Uh, and if you don't, so he, um, here's the analogy. Your affirmations are like those little, like packets of salty stuff that you drink in your, what do you call that? Like, I don't know. They've got fancy ones that you get at Whole Foods. We don't have that here. We just have like orange or berry, whatever the hell berry is. You have like coconut and lime, you know, know. don't worry if you're feeling defeated in America about the whole political situation, you still have better like salty water drinks than we do. There's an upside. My point is your affirmations get to be like those sachets when you're feeling dehydrated. You need that. It's that extra bit of something to help you go, keep going. When things feel really, really, really tough, you need a little bit of an extra boost. And that's what those affirmations are. So if your affirmation is my hiking trip has 12 people in it, and they're all amazing and we have the best time ever And then maybe there's one that's, I know exactly how to fill this thing up and I'm calling in new ideas every day, taking laser inspired, massive action. I come up with those affirmations and use them like powerful little tools whenever you need them across the space of a day. If that's on the hour. That is okay, but use them as tools. Actually write them down, not just the, oh, yeah, that's right. I know. I've read a few Gabby books. I know about affirmations. No, no, no. Actually write them down. Actually carry them in your purse or whatever the hell modern people do. Like have them. Use them. And then the final point is you must be completely, completely, um, Unavailable for any type of negative self talk, any type of doubt, even if it feels like you're stuffing it down, repressing it you know, like the hot chips that you eat in the car don't actually count. That sort of like this never happened. That's okay, stuff it down. It doesn't matter if it you don't have to process it. Do not let any of that negativity or doubt settle in your mind. You need to do whatever it takes so that that does not happen because it will bring you undone. You know this, you know, it takes, I don't know, like it's, it takes four weeks of crunches and working out at the gym to sort of see the slight definition of your abs It takes one chocolate rabbit and that whole thing is gone. The same thing is true here. It takes so much to get yourself to a thousand percent passion, to do all of the effing things, to come up with your affirmations and use them all the time. One little sneaky whisper of, but what if it doesn't actually work? You are way back where you started, if not earlier. You cannot let it in. So get clear on what your go-tos are. I'll take anything from a hot bath to Taylor Swift and anything in between. What is it that you know how to do to shift it up, to snip it off as soon as it starts, it's tenderly sneaky way in. You cannot let that happen. You must be incredibly vigilant about that. You cannot let that happen. Whatever it takes, you've got to If you are sitting at your desk and you're having one of, you get the email from another person saying, I really want to come, but I'm busy that weekend. If you feel yourself going into, well, if she's not coming, nobody's, you need to get up off the chair. You need to take yourself outside. You need to, I don't know. I'm a big fan of, no, I won't tell you. You have to come to the yoga festival on the 7th to find out. Whatever. If you have a power ballad, if you need some fur baby time, if you need to go and shag your partner, whatever, but you need to, Switch up your energy in that moment, so that you are unavailable to because it's insidious. You know, it creeps in. Um, You got to you got to shake it off in the moment, so it doesn't happen. Okay, I think we've gone like colossally over time. Oh no, we're not doing too bad. So let me recap, and I hope for anybody who's feeling um, like what is this faith thing? I don't know. I don't think. I think it's spiritually bypassing to just say, you know what? I'm just gonna like. I'm just going to like rub myself in crystals and be available to the bounty of the universe. Cause I trust that all is coming. Uh, if that works for you, you, write a book, make a short course, cash that shit in honey. Cause that's amazing. That has never worked for me. That doesn't, I I'm just not that person. Reiki doesn't work for me either. <laughs> just a lump of meat. I'm not very sensitive, but here's what works for me make yourself really, really, really want this thing. Whatever you need to do to coerce yourself into that position, think about the benefits to others. Think about what you'll do with the money. Think about, trade it off, give yourself a deal or a reward at the end, but whatever, get yourself back into the frequency of, God damn it, this thing is going to be amazing because everything gets easier from that point. You need to be infatuated, a thousand percent passion for this thing. Make it If you don't feel it already to do all of the things, dear one, and actually do them. And God knows I am, I am on board with you. If you're like, oh, I do all the things, except I don't do that thing. And I haven't connected with anyone on LinkedIn. And Amy said this thing about TikTok and maybe I really should look at that ad and maybe spending two pounds a day isn't in do all of the things and then call in more. Be available for aha moments. When you are in that flow state, when you are just getting the things done, you're ticking them off, you're connecting, that's when more ideas will happen. That sort of positive frequency compounds. Four. Three, Use actually write out your affirmations, not just, Oh well, yeah, I know, I understand. No, no, get them specific to this particular task write them down and use the hell out of them. And I don't just mean look at them. You need to read them. You need to see them in your mind. You need to feel that frequency in your body. That's how you do it. Just reading them or just thinking about them, not enough. Sit with them, read them, recite them, feel them in your body, amplify the feeling in your body. That's how they work. You use them as much as you need to Uh, like there is no limit on how much you can use them. And number four, if at any time, let, no, hang on, let's be real. When doubt creeps in, you need to clear it before it has a chance of penetrating. Like before it, it gets anywhere, even into your room. If it's like smoke under the door, you need to like get that sorted immediately, whatever that looks like for you. Um, I I mean, whatever that looks like for you. For me, often it's Tulsi Rose tea. It's time for a cup of Tulsi Rose tea. It's time for doing something that's completely different. It's time for cuddling my dog or listening to a goofy song or rereading a testimonial from someone who came last time or whatever. But you need to be completely uh, impenetrable to any type of negativity because it will take you way back to the start, if not earlier on. Okay, there you have it, folks. That's how Amy keeps the faith. And (laughs) you might have noticed there's not actually that much about keeping the faith because um, it's more complex than that. If we just got to wish what we wanted into reality, then I don't know. God, what would I be? DM me. What would you be? If you could just wish your reality into place, um, if you could just count on the universe, then, uh, well, shit, I don't know. There's quite a few different variables I'd like to play with. Padmasana, I definitely like that. I'd like to be able to pull up to a handstand. Gonna do that tomorrow. I'd like to be able to eat an elegant rabbit every night until after Easter. And not even notice. Uh yeah, not happening. You need to you need to co-create this shiz. So uh four points to help you get there. Let me know. Um if you liked it. Hope to see some of you at the Bendigo Yoga Festival, Central Victoria, the 7th and 8th of March. If you want a free ticket for the weekend, hit me up. I've got one. Um, And don't forget, Abundant Yoga Teacher Retreat 2021, Super Early Bird, finishes on the 29th of February, which is less than two weeks, I think. What happened? February, zhong, gone. All right, folks, take care. Talk with you all next week. Bye.